Hello and welcome to an all new episode of the Retail Podcast by Bureau.ai. I'm your host Kritika Anand and I have with me Shraddha, Associate Director Product Marketing at Bureau.ai. Our guest today is Federica, founder and e-commerce strategist at TechLab Commerce. With nearly a decade of experience behind her, lending her expertise to brands like Tommy Hilfiger and Karl Lagerfeld in the field of e-commerce, Fadrika enters the consulting space in the Middle East. Welcome to the Retail Podcast by Virata Fadrika. It's great having you here with us today. Hello, thank you. Thank you for joining us. I think we should jump right in. Why don't you begin by telling us a little bit about your journey, how your journey started from sales support to site merchandising and now um founding and running TechLab Commerce. Take us through how your career has evolved over the years. Yeah, well, the the experience, the full journey, uh, I would say started back in 2012, I would say, mm-hmm. um right after my studies where I completed my studies in Italy. and i was uh, already a tech savvy since the, the beginning and um as a first experience indeed i started into sales uh, i was into the luxury and jewelry industry and um yeah keeping in contact with the technology um that was rising at that time i was just very curious and i wanted more so i started to explore also other fields and um even other uh, industries within the same uh topic that included technology and i since, since then i basically started to travel more so uh, i ended up to us and then back to europe where um i finally started my career into e-commerce as it was the field that at that time already was marrying um at a you know a, a different environment but also very dynamic and inclusive of different type of uh, technology and amsterdam was the 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 nest i would say for me and my career development and knowledge with within e-commerce right a uh, globe trotter i must say yeah <laughs> yes definitely definitely i definitely was born with a uh, luggage <laughs> <laughs> uh, always ready for what's next new challenges um and new experiences absolutely and this is also the nature of technology right always in movement always changing always updating itself and um dynamic with the with the market and with the needs of customers and users absolutely that sounds yeah. so interesting federica your entire journey seems like uh seems something that has been very fascinating from start uh you also spent a lot of years working with some of the biggest names like retail globally what would you say inspired or urged you to shift your focus to the middle east and enter the consulting space here well um first of all the indeed the the, the greatness of technology um is indeed that it can include everybody right it's reachable for any uh, part of the world and um last year one year and a half uh, after these big experiences in the big brands um i started to think about what if i can use my knowledge to help uh you know markets that, that needs to develop this uh this industry in this topics and um i was already traveling uh to the middle east 
uh, quite a lot to explore. And um, absolutely, the Middle East is a perfect market for this because it's a new market, very young, and is developing very fast as well. Um, so it has big, big, big opportunities for growth, both on both sides, um, for, for a um, expert's point of view, but also for the business that businesses, actually local businesses that need um, some experts as well into into the e-commerce indeed now that we're talking about this industry um so um also i would say that this is very important to uh, to tell because it's uh, in the end the final trigger for me to make the decision is that uh, this region the middle east region has been experiencing a very rapid growth uh, into e-commerce and um with a projected market value of over 50 billion dollars by 2025 so it's it's coming and this moment is the moment where the boost and the push needs to happen and i'm very excited to to be here and um, help uh, businesses uh, with strategies and and growth and that's so true the market really is booming in this uh, yeah. region in your time here what have you observed about uh, the retail space uh, have you seen anything uh, unique in terms of the strengths or opportunities that this region has that you might not have seen before well um on this note of the young industry this is i guess the first strength and opportunity right um part because when you have a young industry you have the space to test to challenge to do to be creative to make something new there is this um say that uh, for, for businesses to be very successful and effective in their in their strategy you either be the first the best or the difference and here in this region all of this it's possible because because of the market is very young it's still new and you have very big uh like opportunity to 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 do to go crazy to sky the limits right and therefore this is a very big 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 strength another i th i would say that historically um is the best moment for this market to um take the best out of technology because it's this moment versus 10 15 20 years ago uh, you didn't have this technology right um the, the, it's already very complex and they can help you to really develop since the beginning a very um targeted strategy so the fact that they they have this possibility to uh use the best technology already it's a very um big strength and opportunities since a moment one as a startup already um also this is a market that is very sensitive in terms of uh, mobile and social interaction um so the high demand on online shopping and especially from mobile is one big strength here um the engagement that they have um on the social um channel and via the the mobile is absolutely amazing it's super big and I would say the last one that as a Western person, I um, saw it right away. They are so good at after purchase experience. So I can ensure you that um, in the Western countries, it's very um, common to have like the best experience on site, maybe the app 
uh, on mobile is um, super technologic, you know, with all the AI and softwares and everything. But then the after purchase is very, very complicated. Here is just amazing. You have your um, order delivered in two hours. And if you're not happy, the return is even faster. And uh, everything is uh, so comfortable at the door of your apartment. So this is one of, I would say, the biggest strengths this market offers and needs to actually enhance it even more because indeed like the, the customization of the journey completely since like from the digital channel until the post purchase uh, can be like seriously huge. Right. Those are some interesting points here. And I think it all ties back to a good customer experience, right? Mm, yes. I mean, nowadays, um, experience is greater than the product itself. People are not looking for products, especially if like in my case that I've always worked in fashion, fashion is not a need, it's a want, right? So at that point, what makes a difference for a brand is exactly the, the, the experience itself. So um, going back to the first, the, the first, the best, the difference, uh, in this case, in this industry particularly, what makes you successful or more effective in your communication and, and in the end on your product is indeed the different communication and experience and approach to your customers. Right, absolutely. Yeah. Um, now that we've spoken about the strengths and opportunities, I think we must you know, tap a little bit into the challenges that you might have faced, right? When yeah. you're stepping into a new geo or new market, you're bound to be faced with a lot of differences and challenges. Specifically, what are the significant differences when compared to the retail in Europe um, that you see in the Middle East region? Yeah, I would say that the easiest and fastest thing that comes to my mind is uh, the communication factor. So, uh, of course, um, for a business to be successful in terms of revenue and uh, reach and scale, um, there is one word that needs to be integrated right into the business and is globalization. So the more global uh, your communication on your product uh, is, the more successful your, your business and more chances to grow you have, right? So I would say that the, the first uh, challenge is indeed the communication. You have a complete different language, which is Arabic already. It's the first step, I would say. And also the different culture, the approach to the online shopping. So it's, it's very different because culturally, uh, it's a region that is more used to um, offline experience, go to the store, you know, and, and, and therefore uh, also the digital uh, experience in general, um, I would say that uh, came seri became serious uh, with the pandemic, right? So they need a little bit more uh, time and space to um, get better into the full digital experience. So communication, I would say, is the first uh, challenge because, of course, um, it makes it more uh, challenging to align with what is the global experience. Um, and then I would say maybe um, going to like keeping the, the, the topic on the digital experience. Um, it's also uh, what is different, like the, the payment options and uh, the conversational touch point with, uh, with the customers as well. Uh, but these, I would say that, yes, are challenges and difficulties for sure. But um, looking at how fast is growing um, this market and the industry itself of e-commerce, 
um, I'm very confident that this will be solved and even make it better um, as soon as possible. Absolutely. That is so insightful. So communication and how the culture approaches online shopping must really be shaping the industry in a very different way in the Middle East. With that in mind, what would you say could be some of the best practices that retailers can adopt? Um, the first best practice is data, 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 data. This is something I would never be tired to say and repeat. The more data you have, the more you know how to make decision, inform decision, targeted decision and um, have like a very insight into the future, how to go next. Um, the more you know how to communicate with your audience and the more you know about your audience itself, um, the better it's gonna be, right? The strategy is gonna be uh, very detailed and um, with higher chance to be successful. Um, and this is something that uh, probably also is one of the first um, challenge as well that I, I saw into the online businesses in general, not only in commerces. Um, and another best practice that I would always suggest is there is this uh, very common misconception, especially between in like within um, small businesses or scale up. Um, that of course they need technology because digital is technology and technology enables everything in terms of experience, digital experience. Um, so there is this misconception that the moment you um, integrate a new software, a new platform, a new AI uh, into the business, it's gonna work just because it's a technology. Um, so I would suggest not do not stop at the integration stage only. So once it's integrated in your business, that's the moment where you want to uh, focus on um, technology and AI need a constant work. People that are dedicated to it, that are reading the data, that they are always translating and adjusting to what is happening with the customer, what is happening in the business, what is happening on the website, and aligning also with the communication you have um, outside the business. Um, another best practice is, of course, mobile first. We know that uh, the majority of the traffic um, comes from mobile devices. Um, we are talking about over 80% um, in some businesses, especially e-commerce. Um, and yet, there is, uh, the mobile device has the highest abandonment cart rate that is like around 78%. So this tells a lot, right? It means that the mobile experience needs to be uh, needs to have um, more attention than other devices uh, in order to be more like faster, easier, uh, more intuitive, and in, in the end, like seamless and uh, effective for, for your users. Absolutely. These are for sure the best practices for any digital uh, business and especially for e-commerces. That is so true. I think even in our conversations with retailers at View.ai, high quality data, both uh, product and customer, mindful technology adoption, and optimizing the mobile channel, like you mentioned, come up as very big themes of discussion. And a lot of retailers end up looking at AI and technology to solve these. Yes. And also uh, one thing that uh, it's very important to keep in mind for any online uh, business is the you always have like 
versus other kind of businesses offline or other industries, you always have fresh data. And this is treasure. This is gold because it means that you can always be not only updated on what is, what is happening, but you can pay ahead with all this fresh data that you daily have, right? If only you check and you collect it and you translate it, you have your dashboards, you can read it and uh, you can act upon like right away. Right, absolutely. Those are some interesting points there, Hadrika. Now, I want to quickly pivot specifically into the area of digital transformation. For a mm-hmm. geo that is so strong in offline retail, can you tell us some insights into the e-commerce and online market? What share of the market does e-commerce have a strong hold on? Um, as far as I see, we, you have two biggest uh, industries that, that are very, very, very strong in the Middle East. is food and beverages, first of all, mm-hmm. and fashion. Yeah. And I was very impressed uh, how uh, much fashion has. It's the second um, industry and market that is very, 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 very strong. And, and therefore, also, this was one of the biggest triggers for me as a fashion e-commerce um, expert. Um, but I would say that is always also, um, even though it is the second biggest um, uh, industry in the in the region, is also the hardest one. And uh, for several reasons, starting from the product that is not a need, starting for from the the fact that you have so much options um, that you have really um, a lot of um, several. Um, input and output in terms of technology, in terms of devices, in terms of uh, approach, in terms of communication and everything. But um, I say, I, I have to say that um, the fact that the region itself is so strong into the fashion, it means that there is a strong demand. And what I saw especially is that, well, you, we know that the region, like the majority of the products that come into the region is from outside. It's imported into the region, right? Um, And this means a lot. It means that there is demand for a global alignment with uh, not only the product itself, but uh, with options, with what is uh, there for the customers, right? And um, so I saw that um, as an insight on the region, um, the first uh, step is this one, is like the scale and the reach. So make the proposition uh, more global um, because not only you have a lot of experts in the region and probably is also the main reason, but um, future is here, technology is here. And if it's not physically here, it's digitally here. So at one point, people are going to know that there is something more, right? And, and therefore, the, the, the sooner you align and you accept this and you provide uh, more options, the better for your business, of course. Um, payment flexibility here uh, in this region is, uh, I see that the, the, the payment features are increasing a lot. So the options of how many payments, how many cards, how many um, uh, different kind of payments, because you also have the cash on delivery here is working a lot. Um, but hopefully, um, it's going to be digital, like fully digitalized um, uh, soon, because in the end, um, if we know that mobile is going to, it is already the, 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 the most used um, device, um, Apple Pay or, you know, one click 
is always better because it's faster and people are not going to think too much, you know, it's going to, okay, it's easy. Let's buy it and uh, let's receive my order. It's like this. And, um, uh, once again, the experience, uh, it's greater than the product. Um, the, 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 the most men consumers discover new brands on their favorite social media sites, for example. So like 70% of the, um, of the customers, um, they discovered, for example, brands on Facebook or on Instagram. Here, Instagram is like crazy TikTok again. And, and, and that's the reason because culturally, uh, they really love the engagement, the personal engagement. Um, and therefore, let's, let's use this on, on our favor as a, as a brand and um, uh, as a business, right? Um, I have this example, like the, the most, the, the most favorite uh, be, like um, uh, beauty blogger here in the UAE is Huda, right? With her brand Huda Beauty. How did, did she became so global? Instagram. They, she started on Instagram, on her Instagram account. And this worked perfectly for her because she was engaging with her audience. And now look at her. It's, it's, it's a global brand, right? Um, and uh, I would say that in, like, I would really use as a local business, I would really use the fact that um, the, the segment is really, really uh, growing so fast. That technology is really helping it. And um, I would say that the scalability is the only thing that really needs to be uh, boosted now. Those are some really interesting notes. Have you also had any observations on how the retail industry adopts AI and technology? Have you noted possibly any patterns in how adoption rates for the teams are uh, moving or growing? Yeah, well, the region itself is very open to uh, technology and AI. Uh, starting from all these events and conferences that um, they, they, they create, they organize, um, it's very clear that they're not only opening to adopting, but uh, they also want to involve as many businesses as possible in order for them to really grow and scale their businesses, right? Um, so absolutely open with the conversations. Um, however, for example, because the industry is still very young, um, for now we're still in the platform stage more than uh, the AI. Um, so the pattern I see um, with the majority of the businesses is what is the right platform for me, um, what makes the right platform for me, and uh, also the the main, I would say, names that um, re recur in my ears, especially for e-commerces are like Shopify and WooCommerce. And it's, I understand why, because of course, these platforms are very easy and intuitive to use. Um, they are, um, they facilitate a lot, any kind of integration in the future for plugins or, uh, any other AI. Um, uh, so yeah, they are definitely now into the platform adoption. And, uh, I hope that the following stages into the AI, so the AI softwares, uh, are coming very soon as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And we see the growing demand for AI across the globe. And yes. for the Middle East specifically, right, what are some of the use cases that uh, businesses are keen on strengthening on? 
Well, I think that the very first example that comes to my mind is the giving moment movement. So this brand um, really found the like the key, right, for uh, expansion. So if you go to their website, you there is this very fresh vibe and fresh emotion. Uh, okay, it's sports clothing, so you see it's very dynamic. But in terms of also technology they are uh i see that they are going with the with the with the moment you know um they use like this i know that they use shopify but also whenever you navigate through the website they are um getting into the personalization of the journey so suggesting other products complete the look or you may also like these are products uh recommendations that makes people more involved into their browsing into their shopping experience and can also motivate them to either buy more or to find something you know to i don't know match with what we would they already chosen or discover even more because in the end it's also about that and mm -hmm. uh, uh, if we want to go to some bigger examples uh, i would definitely use uh, unas uh, this is uh, another fashion e-commerce um, with multiple brands. Um, the, the, the position is into the luxury uh, fashion uh, and products. And also um, on their e-commerce, you, you can see the, the, the work with the technology, adjusting with uh, the demand of their customers and providing a personalized journey that is always, always um, fostering, uh, not only shopping and like more orders and uh, growth in revenue, but also loyalty, right? If I have a best, the best experience while I'm shopping, for sure, not only I'm gonna come back and I'm gonna buy more, but I'm also uh, suggesting it to my friends and people that I know that I have around. Absolutely, Federica, yeah. absolutely. And these are some really interesting points those were some incredible points, Federica. With that, we've reached the end of this episode of the Retail Podcast by Bureau.ai. Thank you so much for joining us today. It was a pleasure having you here, having you share all these incredible insights on optimizing customer journeys, the importance of customer experience, and the rise of mobile applications in the Middle East, and so much more. We'll be back with an all-new episode of the Retail Podcast by Bureau.ai. For now, it's me, Kritika Anand, signing off. Thank you very much for having me. It was very uh, insightful also for me. And uh, yeah, hope uh, to, you know, uh, engage uh, even more in the future. And yeah, that's it. Thank you for having me. We'll be back with an all new episode of the Retail Podcast by Bureau.ai. Now it's me signing off, Kritika Anand.